Welcome to the Cast Ascendancy Podcast. They lift heavy, they laugh all day, and they live in Mexico. Here are your hosts, Art and Amber Castillo, live from their studio in Rosarito Beach. They're trainers, parents, travelers, and have lived everywhere from Kentucky to Honduras. A lover, a fighter that love to talk from current events, fitness, and lifting to relationships and everything in between. So if you're ready to know what you don't know and brave enough to hear what you don't want to hear. For your own safety, please remain seated with your seatbelt fastened at all times. And please hold on to hats and glasses. Thank you. Welcome to another episode. <clears throat> good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, <laughs> whenever you're listening to this. Yes, I have to say it. No, you don't. People, I hate that. Matter of fact, I got 17 messages yesterday of people telling me how they hate it when you said that. I bet you people love that I say that. Not according to my 17 messages. The bro, awesome show. Dude, tell your wife it's so lame when she says that. And then, oh my God, awesome show. Tell your wife, like, so don't say that. And then, don't tell your wife, bro, but you know, she shouldn't say that kind of stuff. Cause, you you know, know, I've always wanted to work at a coffee shop. It's not the Truman Show. At a coffee shop, just so I could be the um, drive through speaker lady that says, good morning, <laughs> and gives them their coffee. You're the weirdest fucking person I've ever met. <laughs> I want to be a coffee person because I want to say, good morning. I do. I want to be like people's ray of sunshine in the morning. You're my ray of sunshine in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's rude. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, so this episode is actually going to drop on Wednesday. Um, really? Mañana. Not yeah. mañana. 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 Uh, um, what? <laughs> say it again, girl. Mañana. What? <laughs> Oh, man, she's been studying Spanish. She knows two words now. That's not true. I know a lot of Spanish. ¿Tienes hambre? Um, no. ¿Por qué no? Because I'm full. <laughs> ¿Qué comiste? Milk. Leche. What? <laughs> Woo, why can I learn some Spanish? Look out. Um, he asked if I was hungry. I said, no. He said, what'd you eat? And I, or he said, why? And I said, because I'm full. <laughs> and he said, what'd you eat? And I said, I had milk. You're all proud of yourself. You are so proud. <laughs> I may start translating. I don't know. Side oh. gig. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of messages, though, from friends and whatnot, um, we've been getting some feedback, too. I've gotten a few messages from different acquaintances, friends, um, that have asked about moving, moving here. Moving to Mexico. Yeah, um... Obviously, the shit in the States is getting fucking, like, a little out of control. Yep. And even though here they're, they're, they're trying to be strict about certain things, but uh, they, they've, they've let up a lot. Like, the gyms are still fucking open. Um, I went to the gym today, got me a little half-assed leg day. Um, I'm famous now, so, like, 7,000 women went in there trying to get my autograph, so I had to leave because I don't want to get in trouble. My wife's going to yell at me. The one day that I decide not to go to the gym. Teaches you a lesson. I'm not going to say they were hot, babe. They weren't hot. But they weren't ugly. Whatever. <laughs> Don't ever let me go anywhere by myself again. Ever. Again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, so some of our friends of, uh, yeah, actually asked about how life is here, what's rent like. You want to just talk about that real, real quick? Sure. All right, so just to give you all in hindsight, how many square footage digits is this you think here we live in? This? Uh, 700? Hell, fucking, that was way bigger than that. You're crazy. Think so? You think it's like 1,000? It's like... Like 1,200 square feet, I'd say. Honestly, think about it. Maybe. Like, it's the size of a... Uh, it's bigger than the apartment we had in fucking Clarksville. I don't think it's more than 1,000 square feet, though. But it, it's it's perfect. Like, it's laid out really well, and it's cute. Um, and we have a garage. Yeah. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so <clears throat> we pay uh, $400 rent here. Um, with everything included, internet, Wi-Fi... The 800 channels of cable that I never watch. <laughs> my wife's fault. Um, and then just, you know, electricity, water, everything, everything, everything. I, I would be surprised if it goes over $515 a month for everything. Yeah, we're living under, under, under 600 bucks. I mean, that's without groceries, but still, that's like super cheap. Even with groceries, we're like at 600 bucks. Yeah. So all bills, period. Um, 
let's say for example that we want to just like splurge like my wife's gonna splurge here on Thursday I'm not gonna tell y'all you what you, you can't say what it's gonna be oh, splurging ass but um yeah I would say that Six six hundred no no I look at you want to talk about it you're not gonna talk about it you look no dumb. I'm saying six hundred and fifteen dollars is what I'm thinking that it would be for just about any family yeah. of three to live here uh yeah um and that is like <laughs> what half or maybe a quarter of rent that a lot of people pay in the states right right like, I mean well just, just that alone now in um in Clarksville we were paying the rent was that the apartment was eight hundred dollars right. Um, and then you got to factor in, you know, internet, electricity. Mm-hmm. It was easily, Groceries. yeah. I mean, we were we were spending at least twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a month, easy. Yeah, for like, for us too. So going from that and cutting it down, like literally half. Almost, yeah. I mean, we're we're at half right now, so that's awesome. Um, There's a lot of perks um, to living here. Right, and then like, I mean, see, people always think that we live really far away, but we don't. I mean, we're we're. It takes us uh, twenty minutes to get to the border, depending on traffic. I mean, there's times where it's like. A twenty-minute wait. There's times where it's a two-hour wait. Whatever, you know what I mean. But like, and then the, as soon as as soon as you cross, I mean, you're you're just a hop, skip, and a jump from San Diego. Right. So plus, I mean, when you cross, you're in San Ysidro, which literally there's everything there. They got a Walmart. They have Chula Vistas right there. Malls. Malls. Everything. everything. So, um, I mean, we got malls over here too. But anyway. But the point is, um, here's a it's a great place to think about living. It's a great place to live, and we actually have people seriously. Considering, yeah, coming out here. Like, yeah. uh, one of her friends was talking about going to Costa Rica. No, don't do it. But then also, you know, if you have family in the States, um, the thing about living here that's awesome is you could go across, you can uh, get an Uber to San Diego um, airport, yeah. and then fly anywhere within the States in no time. You know what I mean? There's no sense in flying into Mexico and paying way more money when you can, like, last time I flew Amber out here, it was $98. Yeah. To, yeah, so it's not expensive. Anyway, all right, so moving on. Yeah. Um, so speaking of traveling, we are starting to plan our first family trip. Right, right, right. We're going to be going from... Uh, as far as with, with our With, with the baby. <laughs> with the baby coming along and stuff. But um, it's going to be to Cabo San Lucas, which is at the very, very southernmost point of Baja, California. Um, it's about a 20-hour drive. So what we're thinking about doing is... Well, just, we were talking about doing it, honestly, because... We want more video footage of, like, scenery and beach and stuff for our... One thing for pictures, but for videos, for YouTube, and... For you guys. Yeah. Um, so, really, that was the first motivation, <clears throat> and then Art got this great idea. It was like, well, let's just drive all the way down to the tip of... Right, right. Like, Okay, so there's a couple places that I want to um, stop by. Like, uh, there's a place called uh, Bahia de Tortugas, or Bahia Tortugas, which is Turtle Bay, basically. Um... <clears throat> The videos that I've seen there are dope as hell. Uh, we're obviously stopping in Ensenada. That's the first first uh, uh, city. Ensenada is an hour away. Uh, very beautiful. So we're gonna stop there. I've been there. I've never been to any of these other places, but just kind of like uh, roll through there in a sense. Right, right, right. Just you know, stop in Ensenada for a little while. You know, just let us see it. Um, same with the Turtle Bay. Stop. Maybe stay an hour there. Get some video. Get in the you know in the ocean. Um, then there's a uh, Bahia Asuncion. Never been there either. Um, La Bocana is uh, another city that's going down there. It's also touristy. And this is in order of like right, right, right. going down. Now, I want to go to Puerto Cortes because I am from Puerto Cortes, Honduras. And they got a little island with a little town that's called Puerto Cortes. And I think it would really, 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 really freaking dope to take my kid there and be like, yeah. we both from here, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, though, but like. You mind your business, boy. Okay. But uh, you're okay. <laughs> then from there, we would end up going to Cabo and then. Back to Cabo's the, the point, right? So then we go to La Paz. Cabo is the very southern it's, tip. Yeah, the, the last thing, literally. And a very um, super popular. touristy. I mean, there's probably more white people there than anything else. <laughs> um, Americans. Anyway, I don't, don't want to get in trouble. I want to be particularly correct. But. Um, politically correct. <laughs> no, nah, I don't do politics, baby. But um, <clears throat> then from there, you know, just make our way back up. Now, on the way back up, though, um, uh, I haven't mapped it out yet, but I would want to take a different route if there even is one. I have no idea. I live here, not from here. Um, that's the goal. That's the plan. Cool. Now, why this this last spot right here? That I, one? I already talked about La Paz. Yeah. Because it's on the way back up. Okay. So Cabo's here, and then on the way back up, I would go to La Paz, and then that yeah. way up, up. They can't see me, but I'm pointing up. Find another route. Right, another route up. Um, that would be the initial goal, right? Um, also, I want to say 
Congratulations to my wife's. To me? Yeah, you. I did not have the baby yet. Oh. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, um, she just got her promotion uh, two months in New Skin, and she reached something. Executive. Yeah. So, she's the president now. <laughs> Basically, usually, um, I, I started a, a business where I sell tanning lotion and whitening toothpaste. Um, that's not all, but that's the two main things. Right, right. And I mean, there's literally a shit ton of products. Like, I've tried to get... I mean, I've gone, I've gone through it like 10 times. I have not reached the halfway point of all the products that they have. It's, it's insane. Oh, well, and the cool thing is, I started this a couple months ago, not really thinking much of it, just wanting to do something extra. Yeah, just have something, a goal, you know? I, yeah. And, um, well, usually it takes people six months at least to hit this promotion. Right, right. And then, I mean, I'm sure that there's... Other people with other sources of income that might have done it quicker, but for like us, we hit it in two months. We hit it in two months. You did. Look you at hit it in two months. We. <laughs> um, I did all the orders for her. I do all that stuff that she can't do. No, it really is we. I mean, he helps me a lot. Like he he does a lot of the back office stuff. So, but yeah, um, um yeah. I, but I'm excited because the goal was well, we really just didn't think we would do that. But like the goal here, the last like couple weeks or so was to hopefully hit it before the baby. Right. And we did. Right. And then it's funny because I'm such an asshole. I was like, like four days ago, I was like, baby, she's what? I, I don't think you're going to do it. I said, yeah. And then Cashly uh -huh. went pa-pow. My girl. Yeah. So, uh, and speaking of, I'm a little miffed. Oh Lord. Here we go. <laughs> we always have your friends on. First now, of all, I ain't got no damn friends. We did have, I don't uh, even like the people that we have on the show. Uh, both of our friends. Now both, of our friend is Carmina, Carmina. Yeah. but don't like aside you either. from that we've had all of your friends so I don't like Jay Brucker he's little and midgets scare me well I'm gonna have some girls on okay the and then you know speaking of friends um first of all we gonna have this black guy that I shouldn't even let on the show anymore because of the shit he was saying yesterday about my haircut what a fucking dickhead who Dolphin of the Williams I love Dolphin with real I hate real tacky lackey yeah he, he's really tacky lackey <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome yeah i like the dude uh so what we're gonna do is uh y'all gonna get ready for this here thing right it's gonna be called uh, ad we're gonna put an ad out there you're gonna listen to it anchor.fm uh yeah y'all need to listen and then right after that it's dolphin i don't know if you've heard but anchor.fm is the app if you want to start a podcast that's where you got to go it's free they give you uh tools that lets you upload edit your content straight from your phone or from your laptop. They also give you a sponsorship with no minimal or minimum listenership at all. Nothing required. You can start making money today, right now, with Anchor.fm. Uh, so hurry up, run, and download the Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started ASAP. What's going on, Art Denver? Thank you for having me on again. This is Real Talk with Dolphin Williams. Real Tacky Lacking. Amber likes me to say that, and it annoys Art, so I'm going to keep on doing it. Uh, I want to talk today about CrossFit. CrossFit and racism, actually. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Greg Glassman, the founder and CEO, ex-CEO of CrossFit, had to resign because of some things that he tweeted and said. He, he tweeted Floyd19, uh, which was pretty much supposed to mean like uh, COVID-19 mixed with the, the George Floyd incident because I think he was trying to make a point that it was like an epidemic uh, which we'll get on to uh, get into about a little later before that uh, not a lot of people know about it but it wasn't just that tweet I guess there was a a meeting I don't know if it was like a virtual meeting or something like that that he had uh, but he was saying that him neither him or his staff are not mourning for George Floyd and I got it. Okay, so some things, some things just shouldn't be said. I believe in freedom of speech. I really do. Uh, whether you're gonna say something bad or good, I believe in freedom of speech because I was in the military. I take that very seriously. That people should have their freedoms. Uh, you just have to be prepared for the consequences. Unfortunately, um, if I understand that as a white male. It is hard right now because you're getting flack because anything that you say, any opinion that you have, to the contrary, is racist. 
And that is one of the issues that I think we have to address. Um, unfortunately, people are going to have their... Well, not unfortunately, but I'm saying people are going to have their opinions. And there's going to be assholes that you're going to go up against when you have those opinions. And they're going to try to do the worst thing to you, which is like getting you fired and so on and so forth. Because that's what assholes do. I think the point that he was trying to make and with all the... And especially because of all the rioting and things of that sort. I think that's why he made that. I'm not defending the guy. I'm just saying that just like Trump, for instance, Trump, not the best talker out there. I don't know if you uh, realize this, but he says what's on his mind. He does not give a fuck. Uh, this guy Glassman, I think he was just trying to talk about his frustrations and it came across the wrong way. And unfortunately he had to get fired for it. I'm, I'm sure he'll be okay, but I'm just saying that I, I think that we're America probably the whole world is very sensitive getting more sensitive by the day so uh, just be careful what you say prepare for the consequences I wish it was different but it is what it is so just like they say why don't you lift lift heavy laugh all day and you know then you won't have to maybe you won't be so more so sensitive anymore right Anyway, guys, thanks. Thanks for all that you're doing. All the uh, the uh, YouTube. Thank you. Uh, you know, all the Facebook pages and everything. Because I'm, I'm listening to it every day on my way home from work and everything. I was listening to it just a little bit ago. So I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Um, yes. I'm glad that he said that. Because somebody else needs to watch what they say and tread lightly and be careful. Who? Mr. Bad Language next to me. Baby, my son can't even talk yet. Oh, my gosh. I'm so confused. What are you talking about? Yeah, you need to watch what you say a little more often. I'm trying. I'm doing a pretty good job. I didn't say... Uh, whoa. I didn't say... F yeah. <laughs> I didn't say... F today. I will give you that. You're getting better about that. But, yeah, I agree. Like like you said, Trump is, is not the best political speaker because of the fact that he just doesn't give a shit. I believe that Trump is essentially what every American pretends to, or wants to be. Just has no like... Filter or... Yeah, it's just like, okay, people he's, he's, people wish they could be that way and because they can't, they don't like him. That's right. what I think. That's what people don't like me. Opinionated and loud. Like, it doesn't it doesn't care. I'm talking about me or Trump? Both. Oh, okay. You don't slow down. You don't have a filter. It's just... You gotta respect those people in a in a in a way. It's admirable to, for people to just be able to spill out what they exactly what they think. But at the same time, um, if you're not politically correct, if you're not I don't know what that means. Careful about certain people's feelings. It's like um, it sucks that when you're in a position of power, you have to. And and I, I get it. I get it. Like with the guy who was talking about the guy with the the CrossFit dude, right? We're gonna go into that here in a little bit. But like, it sucks that you can't just say what you want. And people, okay, this is how I look at it, right? If I say something, what I say doesn't mean what you interpret. It means what I want it to fucking mean. You know, so it's like if I say something, you hear something else, that's your fucking problem, not mine. Right. In this world, in this day and age, it's no longer like that. What it's like now is, oh, well, he meant this. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. How can someone do that? Only, oh, my God. Right, and then mind. people are so quick to say, like, you know, freedom of speech, but... Yes, you have freedom of speech, but you don't have the freedom of the consequences. Exactly, and people don't realize that. Say whatever the fuck you want. Go ahead. I, I do. But, I mean, when something happens, you can't get mad at nobody else but your damn self. Pa-pow, pa-pow, pa-pow. But what is upsetting to me, lastly, before we get into what, to our show, um, is, like, the people that are um, so offended and butthurt um, are the ones that can say stuff. But they can't handle when it's opposite of their opinion. Like, for example, like just let's say like like transgenders. Right, they right, right. It's, 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 it, uh, okay, it's like now if uh, a lot of minorities and I'm a minority, a lot of minorities will run around and say that you know they white privilege and this that and that and that. But yet, if a white person says black guy, you're in trouble. But if a black person says white guy, then it's funny and you're not in trouble no more. Yeah, it's just, I mean, 
I agree that you need to be careful, but if you if you got to be careful, if one person has to be careful, everybody. That's needs what to be I'm careful. saying. Like I mean, <clears throat> it, it's very biased right now. It's very right. like well, one sided. It's, it's been biased for a long time, and people just don't want to admit to it. But it is what it is. It's gonna be what it's gonna be, man. Um, Amber tried to say that uh, this only my friends have been on the show. Okay, so welcome back to the uh, show again. After the you nah, know. yeah, I take back my comment because this 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 one is both of our friends here. First of all, I ain't got no friends, but Omer, <laughs> he's he's not my friend because he's American and I'm anti-American today. But uh, oh, Omer, you there, man? Actually, I'm Iraqi, so I have double citizenship. There we go. Yeah, well, you should get <laughs> so, get rid of, get rid of one buddy, and we could be friends again. How's <laughs> <laughs> it going? Guys. How you doing, man? Good to have you back on the show, bro. Uh, really quickly, I wanted to say that you congrats. guys, congrats on stop being you know not being lazy fucks anymore and making me happy and, and doing the podcast. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, definitely had some hiccups along the way, you know, uh, with technical issues the day of the setup, but we got over it and uh, managed to record the podcast. Yeah, because how long did you take a break for, you guys' podcast? We took about six months. Uh, between us moving to a new gym, between us moving to a new studio, me getting married, wow. uh, there was a lot of, you know, things down the line, that, and then COVID, of course. A so bunch of- there was a lot of uh, uh, shit that made us, you know, uh, not being able to record right but we're definitely back now so uh, h- how often are you guys gonna be dropping shows though we're gonna try to do at least twice a month okay okay uh ste- step your game up man y'all slacking with that shit but all right um now this is <laughs> go ahead and tell them the title again just in case they don't know two herbs and a podcast yeah i was laughing my wife is, is racist as hell because she said did he say two herbs and i said <laughs> no baby that's racist <laughs> no no <laughs> but uh yeah no um, herbs while yeah, like uh, I do, I do, I do like the show, man. I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you; I haven't listened to every single episode. I listened to about like, I think eight or nine of them yeah. just recently. You know what I mean? And, and oh, wow. throughout, and, and I, I do like it. I do like it. Um, now tell, go ahead and tell us what you talk about on it too. I know that we've had you on, but we've had a lot more listeners. Yeah, now, we, man, we, so. we I'm, you, might, you should be starstruck, bro. I'm about to be famous, man. But go ahead. <laughs> so we talk about everything. We talk from uh, business, entrepreneurship, uh, motivation. Uh, you know, MMA, uh, we, have, we have guests to talk about bodyguarding or MMA, fitness. And you got some current uh, we events, a lot of too. Topics. We do current events. Uh, we, you know, we try to switch it up. Every episode is different to keep it entertaining, but also keep it about things that are part of our lives and relevant to us. Wow. See, that's awesome. And then um, I'm glad you brought that up because how, how is the, uh, the business going, man? I know last time you were having issues that, you know, your piece of shit mayor – don't remember the person's name, but I've seen the douchebag plenty of times to know that uh, I agree with the statement of uh, piece of shit mayor. But uh, what's up with your business and how's that going, man? Uh, well, the, definitely the piece of our shit mayor has uh, <laughs> implemented a face mask. Uh, implemented a face mask, but that he didn't respect himself two weeks ago when he was in the protest. Right, I saw that. Two days ago. Uh, but he's implemented that and, and kind of making it more restrictive on businesses. They're um, basically lengthening our phase one basically trying to make it more difficult for businesses to reopen uh-huh. um, and just fucking up with businesses overall the mayor is, is a very privileged uh, set up a bitch he's a, an attorney from a rich family <laughs> he lives in a nice when he ran for office he was living in a half a million dollar house so this kid has never you know dealt with uh, having to work or, or run businesses so he doesn't really care about people right and a recent statement he made uh, he said well if your if your employer tells you to come back to work and you don't feel safe to go to work because of covid uh, then just resign. Well, a lot like, of people can't what? fucking afford right. to it's, resign. It's easy like, to say that shit when you know you got a fucking million dollar house or whatever the fuck. But I mean, but like, it, even if you, even if you, okay, I'm sorry, but if you have any kind of business that's still open, uh, uh you could still kind of be a piece of shit, man. But it just starts because there's a lot of motherfuckers who are small business owners. You know, the people that just not even small business owners, the people that just have a job at Taco Bell or whatever the fuck that maybe uh, they got their hours cut. I mean, people gotta live, man. You know, to sit there and just, I, I don't agree with that shit at all. It's fucked up, man. No, exactly. People can't afford to quit. And, and even, you know, a lot of the small businesses, they have expenses to pay for, mortgages, car payments, uh, college expenses, stuff like that. They can't just close their businesses and sit home. Uh, not everybody's as privileged as him. He just got a raise, actually, gave himself a raise. Get the fuck out of Do you think it's just being careless, or do you think that there's more to it as to why they're being so, like, hard on businesses opening? Uh, honestly, he just wants attention. To be honest with you, he just wants to be in the international or the national scene, and he wants to be show on the on the on the news coverage. 
So one way to do it is by being a piece of shit and making ridiculous moves. Right. Um, that way people can hear about him because so if he goes with the flow like everybody else, yeah. you right. know, if he goes with the flow like everybody else, nobody's going to know about him like he's like everybody else. Right, but so he's, he's like, a, it's like a power trip. Like a power trip. And then... The guy, let me tell you something funny. The guy actually showed up to the protest holding a sign demanding for police change, except he's the mayor and he's one of six people in charge of the police department. So wow. I don't know who is he protesting because he's in charge of it. <laughs> like, you, can, you can change anything you want. You're in charge of it, motherfucker. Like, he's just that dumb. So he's not a piece of shit only. He's also have a little bit of the syndrome of the downs and shit, this motherfucker, right? God damn. It is pretty much. <laughs> See, what's crazy to me is this, like, okay, I'm seeing these news, right? Amber actually just got a um, notification on her phone that was about, like, how they believe that the the daily infections or case rate is going to go from forty thousand to a hundred thousand. Where the fuck are all these people at? I mean, you have you have Facebook, I have Facebook, she has Facebook. Between the three of us, I'm sure we have over five thousand fucking friends. I don't know. I mean, I've seen maybe like eleven people claim that, and maybe they're telling the truth. I don't believe anybody. I think everyone's full of shit. You know, that's just me. But like. Everyone's like, Where oh, well, I got an uncle. Where are all these cases? Where are all these sick people at? I got people that are like nurses and, and shit like that, friends that tell me that their hospital's not full. It's like, what the fuck is going on, right? No, so, so first of all, you got to differentiate between having symptoms and, you know, being hospitalized. Right. I think, right. Yeah, people probably have symptoms and, you know, they get it and move on with their day like a regular flu. Not everybody's going to require the hospitalization. So really, it's not a big deal if there's a million people infected there's a million people affected. They're not all going to die. They're not all going to require hospitalization. Uh, people get the flu every year. We don't freak the fuck out over it. Second of all, they're bullshitting. Because a couple months ago, I was going on a trip to Detroit, and the day before, I got really sick. So I called the hotline. I said, hey, I'm really sick. I'm showing a lot of symptoms. Can I get tested? And they asked me a bunch of questions, and they concluded at the end of the call. They said, no, no, do not come get tested because you're young. But we're gonna uh, we're gonna assume that you have COVID nineteen, and we're gonna add you to the list. What? <laughs> no fucking like, way! How are you gonna assume? What? Like, how are you gonna assume? Yeah, they, they literally just told me that. And I was like, you didn't even see me. Like, I could be bullshit about my symptoms. I could be, you know, making it up. Do you want to text me? Do you want to see me? Do you want me to come? I'm traveling tomorrow. And they said no. I said okay. Well, I'm gonna travel regardless. And they said okay. That's up to you. I didn't travel. I was actually sick, but. They, they're they're doing it in a point that they they just assume everybody has COVID. This is so, fucking uh, huge. Man. Yeah. So their statistics, you know. their their numbers, they're not even you can't even rely on these at all. So this is what I'm looking at, right? We live in Rosarito, Mexico, right? Uh, here everything's opening back up. Uh, there is a uh, there are allowing drinking, right? They have like they can't have like full blown open bars, but people can like be at a at a table have their liquor, their drinks, right? A restaurant type thing, right? Um, I, I'm not sure if the beaches are open yet. I really they're don't not. know. They said that they're going to keep them closed now until July 22nd. Okay, so see, that's what they're saying, right? But then my gym's open. I went to the gym today. That's awesome. They uh, they have a face mask sign, but you don't have to wear one. I think it's just more so people don't get in trouble and shit. Mm -hmm. But um, everything seems to be open. People are coming here. They're visiting. They're, there's like, I mean, you, traffic again. Traffic again. It's getting so so. Americans are definitely coming over here again, right? Um, and there's no spike at all here in Rosarito. At all, I don't have. I have seen none of this shit on the news, but like in the states, it's like it's almost like I don't know. It's just like a fear tactic, almost. I I just don't. I don't know. I'm blown away, man. But what you just said right now, no, it, it, it definitely is. It definitely is. I think it, it, it's getting blown out of proportion because people didn't know what actually COVID is. Uh, not that many people are dying as a result of it worldwide. Not as many people are going to hospitals, but yet we're still freaking out about it and making mm -hmm. it to a, such a big deal. Americans are fat as fuck. They're 400 pounds. Right. They have asthma, heart, uh, diabetes. And motherfuckers are talking about, I'm worried about COVID-19. Well, <laughs> you worried about dying yeah. or That's like, That doesn't make sense. Very you know? good and, point. And that's the thing. I, I deal with that on a regular basis, that people come to my classes for firearm training, and they're 400 pounds. And my question is, you do realize you're probably going to die out of a heart attack before anybody attacks you and you have to use your weapon. What? So why are you worried about training for a weapon when you should be worried about your health? Right, right, right. Like You have round priority. People just, you know, and it's funny because uh, people just... People just follow what's going on anyway, you know what I mean? Like, if, if, if I convince, you know, everyone on, like, our Facebook pages, which is, like, five, 7,000 people or whatever, to, like, just be scared of, like, fucking bacon, eventually it's going to be a thing where motherfuckers are scared of bacon just because <laughs> everyone's doing it, you know what I mean? Right. It's, 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 For no reason, yeah. People right. just follow. Like, the mask thing. There's a, there's, they've proven that the masks, I mean, I get it. It might help a little bit, maybe, but, like, so will covering your hand with your fucking mouth, if that's the case, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, and they're really I pushing mean, the, it. The um, in this new article. As yeah, like well. it's a big deal. Like masks is a big thing. Like they are like pushing really, the mask. you know, they're just really, really, really big on on mask, mask, mask. And I lean towards the conspiracy theory <laughs> part of things a lot because I just feel like it's so bizarre and unnecessary. It's really that Nazi. It, that there has to be something more to it. I don't know. I think when when you can't deal with shit and they don't have a way to stop COVID nineteen, they just desperately trying to make it look like they're actually doing something by telling you to wear a mask. Right. When the World Health Organization in March said mask does not help prevent the spread of COVID nineteen, and we only recommend it to people who are infected, uh, you know, it might help them not spread it to other people. Right, but, right, right. You know, right. that was the World Health Organization. I can get the social distancing, but yeah. You know, and how how does that social distancing work? I saw a sign outside the bars this weekend. Yeah, it's a social distance Bro, in a nightclub. It's crazy. Wow. I don't get how that works. I, I mean, like I said, I, I can understand how somebody would like would push that more than the masks. But it's like you know what? It's like this, right? If you're not sitting there, like let's say I go to Walmart, right, and I pick up a fucking can of uh, beans or whatever, and I put it back down. No one's gonna walk by and clean that fucking can of beans. So like, if I sneeze on my hand and then I touch that can of beans, somebody else comes and buys it and takes it home. Boom, you got coronavirus, if that's, if that's the case. So, if you're not wiping shit down and doing everything possible, realistically, everyone's just going to have to fucking get the shit and yeah. let's just move on. That's I, how I look at it. Yeah, I feel like everyone's just going to get it. No, no, exactly. That's why I was traveling and I never stopped traveling. And I, my argument was, if I go to Walmart, there's 5,000 people shopping. If I go to the airport, there's two people flying. So, where, where am I safer? I'm actually safer at the airport. So, why am I, <laughs> right. why am I stopping my travels? So, fuck it. I'm going to travel. Yeah. <laughs> that's yep. a great fucking point. What's funny, because like, when we go to Walmart here... That's one thing that, that I've seen a real big decrease in um, is when we went to Walmart a couple days ago, um, it, was, it was fucking dead. Yeah. It was dead. It was a weekend. That Walmart is never dead. I mean, it's not like jam-packed, but it was dead. And I was like, this is crazy. You know, there was like maybe like 13 people in the whole store. And usually, you know, Walmart's full or whatever, right? But then there's still a long-ass line to get in. And then, you know, people it's... People are sick of the one person per family wearing the mask. That makes no sense to me. One Do person per family. How does that work? Like, that's what the, I don't know if that's the thing. Is that, is that a thing out there? No, they don't. They don't do that here. No. Yeah, here it's like one person per family. I'm like, okay, so what? how does that make any sense? Because if I go in there and I get it, and then I go home, my wife's going to get it, so she might as well just come with me. You know what I mean? That's the <laughs> dumb. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't make sense. What's the point? I don't know, no, man. It doesn't make sense. I saw a girl uh, uh, went off on a fr- like a group of her friends. They went to a, uh, like out to eat, and they were sitting close to each other, and she went off on them. She said, why are you guys not social distancing? Keep in mind, they're roommates. They live in the same house. <laughs> oh, my so God. So they were like, well, why would we social distance when we're roommates? We live in the same fucking house. Right. Like, that just makes no fucking sense to me. Uh, were you the one that told us about the girl in the hot tub that wore the mask? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was. That was me. That was just, like, that blows my mind. <clears throat> <laughs> I, by the way, I saw, I saw another thing. Uh, when I went to uh, Daytona, or uh, excuse me, to Miami, I went to a nightclub, a Latin nightclub, and there were girls wearing face masks. On the dance floor, grinding on guys. <laughs> yeah, you can't make this shit up. And I never up. understood that. I was like, why? Like, oh, you're, you're touching the person, but you're worried about your mask. Okay. Wow. That that, is yeah, just... that blows my mind. So, like, one question real quick before we start talking about the actual podcast today is, uh, when the fuck are you coming to Rosarito, bro? Give me a date. Don't bullshit me, man. You got money, man. <laughs> I know you Arabic. You got money, man. <laughs> Hopefully soon. We've been talking about coming to Mexico for a while, man. I haven't... Uh, I... I've never been to Mexico, actually, believe it or not. Dude, really? Yeah, and, like, what I was saying earlier yeah. is, like, uh, uh, I was saying on, 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 on the intro before we had you on is, like, basically, people don't realize this, right, but you can fly to San Diego. I mean, I'm sure you probably don't even need to worry about fucking money, but uh, uh, not that you're a millionaire, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you can, you can fly to San Diego, get an Uber to the border, and then, hell, I can fucking pick you up at the border. You know what I mean? Like, it's so cheap to fly out here. It's cheaper to fly to San Diego. Yeah, Amber fucking from, from Nashville, she flew to, to San Diego last time for $90 and then just got an Uber to the fucking line, walked over, and boom. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, if, oh, wow. if, if you're ended up, like, if you're going, like, into deep south Mexico, that's one thing. It still would be better because you would be better off going to TJ, walking across, and then getting a plane from Tijuana. Right. So you don't need a passport. With your driver's license from the States, you can fly in all of Mexico, literally. Oh, wow. No, no, we definitely been talking about coming because um, I traveled all over. I lived in eight countries. I've been to, like, 20 countries. But Mexico has never been one. And I that's just wild. wanted to uh, go. That's, yeah, that's crazy, man. Well, we'd love to have you. Yeah, we would definitely love to have you around. Man. Thank, we you, just, thank you. Definitely on the list. Okay, um, okay so, so speaking of your podcast. Right. I know you had a guy in today, Sin Martinez, right? Um, Sin Martinez was, uh, was the guest star of... Basically, it was just the whole title was about his his line of uh, 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 Afro brutality and the racism in CrossFit and stuff like that. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit for people who didn't get the chance to listen to yet? 
Martinez is one of the few or the first uh, black-owned CrossFit uh, gyms in the United States. They actually he opened in Harlem, New York, and so he was Mahari. very you know because yeah, you don't see yeah. that a lot. Black, you don't. CrossFit. Um, yeah, exactly. I I even told him I have you know I watch the CrossFit games on TV sometimes and I've never seen a black athlete. Um, so it just uh, he was one of the first few people. And because he was one of the first few people, he was very connected to Greg, the CEO of CrossFit, and was connected with a lot of guys at the top level. And he exposed emails uh, that were basically talking in a very racial manner about him, uh, uh-huh. about what he was doing in Harlem. And uh, they kind of tried to throw him under the bus for his what he was actually trying to accomplish. So it was not cool at all. And he was talking about that. He, he grew up... Um, basically, being uh, a black militant. Right, right. I heard that whole. I heard that whole thing, militant. man. Yeah. Yeah. So he's talking about that and shifting to you know working corporate jobs and quitting a six-figure job to open a CrossFit for black uh, the black community in, in New York and basically getting thrown over under the bus by the, the corporate CrossFit. Um, and he talks about his journey and coming that and right now what he's actually doing. He's doing great things. He used that. Um, Greg stepping down and he's working again with the CrossFit uh, headquarters to basically open 100 gyms around the country uh, in inner cities to help the black youth and, and you know, uh, oh, wow, that's really cool. The poorest countries, the poorest areas in the United States to open CrossFit gyms for them and, and you know, help them get injuries. That's that's actually that's awesome as hell, man. Yeah, I was listening to the part where he said, uh, he's a little kid and uh, he jumped in the pool, was supposed to jump in the pool, he was like three years old and shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah uh, uh, I heard the whole thing about, you know, how he's, um, because I was looking at his page too, and just like uh, like Frost said, um, basically, you know, he he likes Black Sabbath, Ozzy. You know, he went to a white Catholic school or a Christian, or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, 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 it was it's just crazy how people just you know are are, are saying he's a uh, a racist or whatever, or just based on the fact that like he has something called Afro brutality is the name of his line, his product, right? Okay. Um, so I, it was I mean it's crazy to me. Now I, I'm from New York, man. I grew up out there. I've been out. I've been to Harlem a lot of fucking times. Uh, Harlem scares me. A lot of Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans scares me. They'll steal your rims. Um, but uh, I'm just kidding, man. Well, I, lo- I love Harlem, man. But uh, <laughs> that's really cool that what he's doing, you know. Right, right, right. And and, and so, but like, I, I did like the show. I know he has some 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 technical difficulties with the audio, which we had something like that happen on our last show with, you know, coincidentally a black guy as well. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. So um, just. I mean, I, you want to elaborate anything more on that? I mean, I know he was talking about just uh, 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 the racism in CrossFit. Yeah, just in general. general. I mean, like, how do you see that? That, no, that no, whole. No. Go ahead. Uh, basically, he concluded because I, I kept pushing. He doesn't believe there's there's racism within the CrossFit community as in the athletes. Uh, he doesn't believe there is an actual racism or something holding back athletes from coming to gyms and training. Uh, he actually said it the other way around. He said uh, being in a CrossFit gym helped him overcome his fear from white men or come his fear over certain ethnicities and basically mixing and being in the same room. Uh, the racism was more on the top level. Right, right. CEOs and, and levels of the, of the organization. But as a, as, a, as a low level, you know, at the street level, gym and organization, and he said on the, on the counter, it actually helped him right. overcome racism and helped him uh, with that. That was actually cool to see, and, and, you know, I've asked him my personal question that I'm sure a lot of people wonder, how come there is no black athletes? Right, I, I've actually, it's like NASCAR many. and Bubba now, but I mean, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and his answer was, was you know, right in the matter, uh, CrossFit, because it became, it's such a new thing, it was, you know, attracting a specific kind, and probably due to the prices of CrossFit, it's expensive as fuck. Yeah. Uh, it's attracted a lot of a lot of the white folks or, you know, military personnel. And now it's more intimidating for, um, you know, a kid from the hood to walk into the nice part of town and go to the CrossFit gym. They don't feel like they fit in. Right. There's nothing holding them back from going in. They just don't feel welcome. Right, right, right. It's like, like, anywhere, like anywhere. I can, yeah, I can, I can see that. I can see, and I mean, yeah, Amber, she actually what? started CrossFit herself at first, so yeah. Yeah, I did it for a little bit. Um... But yeah. yeah, so that's what he started to do, go to the hood and open things there to make it more inclusive that's and make cool. it more welcoming. That's that's really dope. That's really yeah. dope. I hope it goes I hope it goes really well for that guy. Uh it's really awesome what he what I mean what he's doing. I don't I don't know anything about the guy, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, as a lot of people know, I don't really research shit. And what a positive thing too to to do right now and like in this time where everyone's complaining about Right, right, right. I mean like like I, I know that uh the the whole fact of, you know, just pushing the fact that 
he doesn't see the racism in a lot of shit that people do see racism in. I mean, that's a positive message altogether, and I, I like that kind of shit, even though, you know. Or it's solving some of it. Uh, exactly, exactly. Um, Go ahead. No, exactly. It's, it's very it's very nice to see, and instead of sitting and complaining about racism, right. to actually do something about it. Right. Uh, and instead of sitting back and saying, well, there's racism here, or people don't feel welcome, he's actually getting up off his ass and doing something about it to include more people and feel more welcoming to uh, the communities that might otherwise not feel welcome. So he's actually doing something about it, and I respect that. I respect that more than people who just complain about things and I agree. don't want yep. to change it. Yeah, complain. Like I was saying yesterday, I actually posted something on Facebook today. It's just like, you know, America has become very soft while the rest of the world has become more like America used to be, and it blows my fucking mind because, like, you know, you're from another country, I'm from another country, you know, and like, Things where we come from are very brutal. Now, granted, my country's not at war, but this side of the fucking world, Honduras is the most dangerous fucking country that is not in war, period. You know what I mean? So, like, when you come to the States and people are like, you know, they have all these, this, this, all this shit and all these this, this things that are just handed to them, like, it just breeds a lot of entitlement, a lot of, you know, a lot of fucking just totally. soft fucking pussies, man. And it blows my mind, you know Complaining, what I mean? Complaining, Yeah, yeah, it's like, offended. plus all this Black Lives Matter shit to me is what it's proving is that if you complain long enough, you get your way. That's what I. That's what I see. <clears throat> no, I think when you live in a country that you have everything handed to you and it's so easy and so privileged, you lose track of how privileged you are. Yeah. Because we come from other countries. When I come here, even when I deal like uh, honestly, I'm just being fully frank. When I get pulled over and I see a cop treating me badly or racistly, or you know, a six police cars show up, uh, I I don't take it to heart and I'm like, why? Blah blah blah. Because in my own country, when I get pulled over, usually they beat your ass before asking. <laughs> so I'm usually like, okay, this is a step up, you know. I right, know, right. I didn't get beat up, you know. So usually you, you take it as a privilege. I take it as a privilege that I can own a house or, you know, own a car or get a job or do what I want. Oh, you are like want. the king it's, it's of silver linings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, bro. Fucking yeah. A. I got You should write a fucking, Thank you should write you. another book, bro. You should yeah, write another book. You're so, <laughs> you're so positive. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, um, you gotta be positive about it, cause what else? What? What? Is, why does it matter? Like, so what? Somebody's gonna be ignorant and say dumb shit. Right. Like, okay. I got a. I got a buddy, right? Black dude. He's from uh from New York, right? And and you know he was a criminal growing up. You know, what I mean, I did my best of growing up. And what he said to me he was like, "Well, I've been pulled over hundreds of times, and I've literally only had one issue ever with the cops." And this is coming from a black dude from the projects who. You know, just, it's my boy Terry, right? And, and I'm going to have him on the show so he can tell the story about this shit. But, like, he's saying, like, he's never really had any bad deals with the cops, you know what I mean? Because he just did what he was supposed to do. Didn't, you know, get all, you know, I don't care what race you are, bro. Like, I look like a fucking criminal. I know I look like a criminal. I get pulled over everywhere I go all the time, non-fucking-stop. You know what I mean? So, like, but I don't get all mad, like, oh, it's because I got a beard? Is it because I got look like a Viking? Mohawk. What? Is it because I got a mohawk? I, you know, who, you get pulled over? Whatever the fucking reason may be, they're cops. They're supposed to profile. And it might not be fair. But you just act right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, 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 and yeah, I mean, luckily I live in Mexico. You give them 200 yeah. pesos and you go home, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> no, no, and of course, I got a point that there is bad, there's good cops and there's bad cops who do, you know, do bad shit to people who are sleeping. They're asleep, like they shot this girl in her Yeah, sleep. that was fucked but up. That's, not, that's, not, that's right. fucked up, but that's not common. There's more common that, uh, you know, the way I think about it is cops are on edge. They're under-trained. They don't, they're scared uh, because they're under-trained. Uh, and it's my job when I get pulled over. I feel like it's my duty to make it as comfortable for them to avoid me getting shot or me, you know, getting hurt. Right. He's right. on edge. He's scared. He's a job. I'm gonna try to make it as comfortable for him. And if I have something to argue, that's what they have courts for. Go to fucking court, see the cop, or go fight your ticket in court. Definitely. Exactly. For me to fight it on the side of the road. There's no reason to argue on the side of the road. There's no point of it, you know. Right. Because I've, at I've that point, that go, go ahead. Yeah. At that point, where I look at it is like, I mean. If they're gonna get, you're gonna get arrested. You're gonna get arrested. Nothing that you argue about or, or plea about, it don't matter. At that it's point, like, just get arrested. It's you know like I mean? arguing with a woman. It's yeah, pointless. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're married now, bro. You know my pain. I just go, yeah, baby. Two no. plus two is eleven. You're right, and I leave it alone. <laughs> no, no, exactly. I got, I gotta tell you something funny. So, um, I got cold uh, about a year and a half ago. Uh, they requested <laughs> that I translate for a guy that got arrested, and he doesn't speak a word of English. And I want to ask him what happened, and I'm trying to help him, you know, translate for him uh-huh. at this police department. And uh, he said, I don't know, they racially profiled me. And I said, really? He goes, yeah, because I'm Arab and I don't speak English. It turns out the guy was driving without a driver's license, uh, without insurance, in a car with license plate that didn't belong to the car, was drinking and driving, got in a high pursuit, <laughs> hit a police car, with his kid in the car, with a gun that's not registered to him in the car. 
And I was like, oh, this, and you're saying you're, they're racially profiling? <laughs> oh, right, right, they would have killed me already. It's funny, like, how people do that shit. It blows my mind. Yeah, man, uh... That's hilarious. That, yeah, that's crazy, man. It's like having tinted fucking black windows, and then when they pull you over, you're like, oh, they racially profiled you. They can't even fucking see you, motherfucker. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> oh, exactly. What are you talking about? <laughs> it doesn't make sense at all. But people just want to complain and, you know, cry about it. And there's, there's legit complaints, but I would say at least 50% of it is bullshit, and people just, uh, you know, just want to throw that race card or throw that um, getting harassed. Well, you probably, you know, if you're if you're breaking into somebody's house or you're stealing a bank and they right. shot you in the bank, they didn't shoot you because you're Mexican or black or uh, they shot you because you're robbing a bank. Exactly. So, hey man, as always, bro, I love having you on the show, bro. So, uh, but and you said you're gonna be like maybe once a month or so for right now. So when when are you guys looking at your next podcast? Just so people know. I think the the weekend after the Fourth of July, we're going to record one about actually the corruption of the local government, okay. uh, in terms of what the mayors are doing, and in terms of uh, uh, what's the local government, how they're fucking taking you know rights from people, and and you know all this bullshit political things that right. are going on on that level, uh, not on the federal level. We're talking about the local government level, so that's what we'll be talking about next. And I think that will be uh, two Tuesdays from today. Okay. That's awesome, man. Cool. We'll, we'll definitely be yeah. We're subscribed. I get notifications. As soon as your shit dropped, it was like ding, ding, ding. I was like, oh, shit. So, I mean. Two Arabs in a podcast. Two yeah, Arabs in a podcast. Hey, next time, though, man, talk to your boy. I want two Arabs on my podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, let's do it, man. I'll <laughs> definitely let him know it. I appreciate you guys having me on the show. Always, man. Yeah, Thank you very much, bro. Um, um, Thanks, Omar. We'll when you hang up right now, send me all the links that you can for your stuff, bro, and I'm going to put it on the, on the notes. All right, buddy? Sounds good. We'll do all right, my man. Take care. I love having that motherfucker on the show. I really do. Like yeah. he's just, he's just. And I love the uh, the positive. The enthusiasm. Too. He's so yeah. He's so happy about shit and like. Well, but yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, his attitude about everything, but also the positive spin on their podcast as their first, basically podcast in a while. They had a positive thing. Right. Like, well, something. Yeah. The, I mean, and, and it's funny because if you if you look at, if you look at like the way it's 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 portrayed in a sense. It, it doesn't say positivity to me. Right. <laughs> but then when I listen, I'm like... The title of it, the podcast was like... Uh, Afro race, brutality, Afro CrossFit racism. I'm like, damn, nigga, yeah. slow down. <laughs> like, dang, they come out yeah, um, blazing. Also, uh, uh, I don't know the dude at all. I don't know him one bit for nothing. But uh, uh, if you want to check him out on, on Instagram, it's at Afro brutality. Oh, for the... the yeah, um, um, exactly. Sin, Sin Martinez. Uh, he's... Uh, I don't know if he's the first... I'm pretty sure he's the first so, black owner of CrossFit gym. Basically, in a nutshell, he was had a what five figure, six figure, six figure, you know, six figure corporate job, corporate job. Left it to open, open up a gym in Harlem, Harlem, inner city. Yeah, basically for you know for for people to fit in, like like he said, you know, and, and I thought it was dope what he said about overcoming, you know. And it's not necessarily for <clears throat> black people, right, but, but it's so that they can feel welcome, right? But you know what? Like, and then like and then obviously. I want him to do it in other parts also because Harlem predominantly is Hispanic, black. I mean, not that it's all Low black, income. but you know, it just income. right. And, and it's one of those things where you know it would be awesome if he did it in a couple of redneck towns like Tuckerman, Arkansas. I said yeah. that because my boys is from Tuckerman, old racist ass white boy from Tid. And Missouri, who's from Missouri? Dolphin, you racist <laughs> as hell. <clears throat> He got all mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, hey, I'm from Missouri. Yeah. I said, no, you're not, bro. Real tacky life. Yeah. Real. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, what I was going to say to you about the CrossFit is, like, that is the perfect way to get um, people who – just people in general together because not – I say this, but it sounds bad, but it's not bad. CrossFit is, like, cultish society. I, I, um, I don't know real. much about CrossFit. What I don't like about CrossFit is that, like – if it's not done right, it's going to lead to injuries, and a lot of the trainers don't seem to be doing yes, right. Yes, but we won't get into the technicalities of CrossFit. My middle name is Technicalities. But in a, in a different <clears throat> sense, like a social um, sense of CrossFit, it is a family-like oriented. Yeah, like, cult. Cult. So, I mean, you look at it in a cult way, but really everyone's there for each other. They're always encouraging. They're always supportive because um, I did CrossFit for a little bit. Right, right. And then what he said, too, is that it's not really the community of CrossFit that tends to be in the in the, the, the stuff with the racism. It's more of the... Uh, Outside. Right. No, just the, the uppers, the, the, the higher ends, the people who, like, own CrossFit, who run CrossFit. Right. Not necessarily the people that attend CrossFit. But uh, I thought it was awesome. I was, like, having the dude on the show. Uh, he always brings a lot of good insight to it. Um, I don't remember his mayor's name, but mayor's piece of shit. I agree 100%. What a fucking douchebag. And I love <clears throat> the, the fact that he brought up that, like, 
Americans weren't worried about their health before freaking March, you know, like walking around with diabetes and, yeah, and <laughs> close to heart attacks and overweight. And like, you know, people don't take that seriously, you know, their cholesterol and things that really are going to kill them. They are killing them. Right. Opposed to something that might all not of a sudden, kill you. This, this dangerous cold comes along and now everybody's freaking out and worried and shutting down. You know what's crazy too is I read something uh, on Google the other day that it was saying how like there's, there's, there's more families of the coronavirus than just COVID-19. There's a COVID, I think, like 10 or 12 or something like that that happened a while back. Uh-huh. So you could have one of those. And just like he said, I mean, I don't know what the test procedures are like. They don't really – here when you go get tested for COVID, if, you're, if you have even like two of the symptoms, they're going to mark you as COVID and send you home whether you just got a cold or not. That's how Mexico does it. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, they should just – We it, just – me and Art pretty much are on the same page. Like we just think that – and we could be wrong, but we just think that you're, I'm not wrong. You're going to get it. You're going to get it, get it, get over it, get better, go home and do your thing. Now, a lot of times, too, I'm asking this question, right, is that when they say someone died from COVID, how can they really 100% sure? Know that that was. Right, that that was the, like, underlying exact cause of the death. And I, how I, many counts, like, how many are counting, like, oh, yeah, we think that was COVID. Like, right, like how he said they think, like, oh, well, we think he has COVID, he's dead, it was COVID. Right. I, I just don't agree. Um. Also, I always like to say, um, <laughs> so stupid. Uh, uh, support our show, guys, please so tune we, in. <clears throat> speaking of support, this is the first time I've actually brought it up, the Patreon thing. Like we have a- yeah, we have a Patreon, which, I mean, the Patreon's awesome. Uh, we, we've been lacking in, in doing a lot of stuff for it as far as uh, putting up uh, uh, material for it, but we're going to start now. But we also have a form of support through Anchor, which is anchor.fm forward slash cast ascendancy mm-hmm. forward slash support which is literally in every one of the show notes. Uh, you can do 99 cents a month. You can do 4.99 a month. We and you can get have not- a couple We do. We do. We have, we have three supporters. One of them is my sister. The other two, don't tell me their names because they're assholes and don't want me to know. And but, we have um, some anonymous <clears throat> donations. Right. We had an anonymous donation last week. We um, have some people that are going to be donating. And, and you know what? Uh, it makes me feel really good to know that, that people are, you know, are listening and, and going to be tuning in and so on and so forth. Also, uh, we got a buddy of mine who – is uh just linked up with us uh, i'm not going to disclose his name either but he's gonna be helping us with a little bit of, of, of moving forward you know growth production some marketing ideas so uh that's all in the works also and we're doing everything we can to make this show more awesome than it already is basically it's already the best podcast in the world um <laughs> george clinton we uh, the reggae guy called me and said that we're the best podcasters in the world so he doesn't lie because he has dreadlocks and um it's true so we're making it even better now we um excited and um <clears throat> As always. Oh, wait, wait. No, hold up. A.J. Um. There's a guy on my friends list named A.J. Um, right? He had the audacity to say he can only take me in doses. Little, little doses. Let me tell you. No, he's racist. <clears throat> he's racist. No, let me tell you, A.J. It's because I'm not a A.J. Um, white guy. I um can only handle art in little doses. I fucking but hate all of you. But let me tell you <laughs> that he is, though he is extra constantly, that is art. Art is extra, 100%. When we get done with this podcast, he is still just obnoxious and annoying <laughs> and on my nerves as much as he is, like, right now on the podcast. So that doesn't change, just so anybody, in case anybody wonders. You're welcome, wife. Yeah. You're this welcome. Is, this is uh, yeah, watch our YouTubes. You'll see. <clears throat> and I call it the YouTubes. Yeah. Um, big ups always, uh, like everybody else. Also, my homeboy. Um, my homeboy's going to be coming on the show pretty soon, too. My bro just sent me some stuff in the mail. About time, you fucking slacker. But, um... The, yeah, we got a lot of stuff in the works. Yeah, and then also the uh, the, the gym stuff is about to get... No, the gym stuff's about to get the game stepped the fuck up. You you want to know why the gym game's going to get stepped up? Because you don't have, have a baby. Damn right. I don't train without my wife. All right, man, thank y'all for tuning in. And, um, last but not least... <laughs>